know it. Welcome to the very first episode of 2019 of the Mothership Broadcast, episode 606 of WWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get to start off 2019 with a bang tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. We talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. First off, as always, we will start off with our wrestling news and views here segment which will be brought to us by our, 2000, <clears throat> by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D. is, of course, a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, after a, the holiday, after a holiday hiatus, if you will, uh, they will be, make, of course, making their triumphant return to Talk Shoe, of course, this coming Monday, January the 7th at 3 o'clock. Be sure not to miss out on that. Also tonight, bringing us our wrestling history and birthdays is the human suplex machine, John Gross, from the Talk Shoe chat box. John is the first 2016 WWF Hall of Famer and also, of course, part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. And I do also see here, now making it on the line here, is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, a, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, plus also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, for his other big-time nickname, you have to think back to that really infamous 60s sitcom, Happy Days, where, of course, one of the central characters went a little something just like this. He went. Hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now joined us on the line here as well. Just coming in here as well. So <clears throat> before we get things underway, let's say welcome and happy new year to JD, John, and Fonzie as we get set for a for our want for a big time explosion and of course 100 percent dynamic episode 606 
of revolution, the first revolution of 2019. Let's start off with a bang. To quote Eddie Murphy, as you said at the beginning, Merry New Year, everyone. Let 2019 begin, and the fireworks have begun in a big way over the last three days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, our live video feed here tonight will be coming to us from, our, uh, of course, one of our veteran, another one of our veteran groups here in the WWS staple of groups on Facebook, that being, of course, True Pioneers of Wrestling. Of course, <clears throat> be sure to join us for our live video feed here tonight for episode 606 of Revolution. Be sure to, of course, join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling pioneers always. And I do also see from, from on there, we have one person that's joined us here so far. He is, of course, one of our real good friends here at WWUS. He is, of course, the general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation, also known for having his own infamous podcast. Of course, we'll talk about that in just a moment. And also, of course, uh, a WWS Hall of Famer, I do believe as well. He is, of course, Captain Dave Spieler. Uh, JD, of course, uh, talks about his yes. podcast. Check out the Sorry. Captain Corners podcast for all your independent wrestling needs, however. And to him and his lovely girlfriend, Samantha, Dave, on behalf of myself, Chad, and the gang, to you and your family and to Sam's family, Happy New Year, my friend. However, may 2019 continue to be a glorious year for you in the past, as it was in the past, and continue success in 2019, especially with your show. Keep up the good work. Absolutely. Thank you very much there, J.D., of course. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to join us through TalkShoe, of course, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. The match is six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we do have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, of course, if you're not too much familiar with our format, it goes a little something just like this. Of course, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, as we have been doing so royally over the last three years, uh, we also we bring you, of course, our thoughts and opinions on last night's New Year's Eve edition of Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> and also, of course, talk a little bit, a few little, uh, little wrestling extras, and also have a little bit of fun here as well. Who knows, I may end up bringing back something we actually just started last week, that, that of course, being the uh, infamous surveys from the Game Show Family Feud. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I did mention here before, before we get started, that episode 606 was supposed to take place last Friday. But unfortunately, and 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 I do thank Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, for giving me an update here that 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 um, through an email, because he is, of course, he does, of course, from time to time, do, does jump on our shows and listen in and chimes in on a lot of different things here, of course. Did receive word that TalkShoe was going to undergo maintenance uh, on their website this past Friday, and unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it, it they did get through with the maintenance, but unfortunately, it was too late to, to the start at Revol Revolutions Revolution episode 606. So we just pretty much, I pretty much did, of course, a live video brief on the Revolution Radio Facebook page to kind of cover to kind of cover us for the evening. Of course, get everyone prepared. Of course, after it was after Christmas, and of course, it was before New Year's. And of course, and obviously, I did say we have we would have to move 606 to this evening. So that's why it might be might start to be a little bit off here and there. But you know what? I mean, we've been, as I said in our big time post here, going into the new year, 
We have been through the good, we have been through the bad, we've had some ups and we've had some downs. But have we persevered? Yes, we have, and we will continue to do that indeed. 2019 will be the ultimate test. And as far as, of course, everything goes on here in WSWS, these three gentlemen here, of course, uh, know that all too well, as well as, well as King and W.O. Jamar T. Smith, the Iceman, Matt Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and, of course, several more of our key folks who have been a part of WSWS for the past three years, or and, of course, even longer with the groups on Facebook. They know how we all roll. And we can we'll continue to strive and thrive and see where it all goes. So, so gentlemen, I, gentlemen, I will be I will say on 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 course of from coming from me directly as of course the founder and creator of WCWS that I hope good and great things will take place for the year 2019. And I wish everyone here a very very safe new year and looking forward to what will take place between today, January 1st, 2019, and December 31st, 2019, to get us prepared for the following year as well. So good luck to all of us here going forward. There you go. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here as we will first get started with our wrestling news and views segment. And here to bring that here to us is, of course, the uh, from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared Duomino, J.D., Let's let's proceed as to see what is going on here with the wrestling news with the wrestling news this this evening. All right. Well, a lot has happened since Friday, so let's get into it as we say, however. First off, however, we do have some non wrestling news as we usually do, however, and it has been a crazy three days to say the least, and let's catch you up to speed on what's been going on. On Saturday, however, the two semifinal games did take place for the NCAA football Final Four. The Oklahoma Sooners and Kyler Murray put up a good fight despite being down 21 nothing at the Orange Bowl in Miami, however, and lost 45-34 to Tua T and Nick Saban, who as a result, however, will now be playing for the national championship coming up this Monday night in Santa Clara, California against the Clemson Tigers and Dabo Sweeney. As a result, Howard, to a tee threw for four touchdowns and 320 yards in the air, Howard, and beat the Sooners 45-34 in the Orange Bowl. Earlier in the day, the Oak Clemson Tigers punched their ticket with Trevor Lawrence, beating Brian Kelly in Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl, Howard, 30-3, however, at Dallas, in Dallas, Howard, at, our, at the site of WrestleMania 32 at AT&T Stadium. As we said, those two will now be going head-to-head this coming Monday in Santa Clara, however, mind you, and as a result, however... We'll see what happens, however, when those two get it on coming up this Monday night. Meanwhile, football continues to be the topic in today, however, as well as yesterday, however, as well. In college bowl action today, Ohio State, in Urban Meyer's last game, however, the Ohio State Buckeyes hung on to beat the Washington Huskies and Chris Peterson, however, in the granddaddy of the mall, the Rose Bowl. Dwayne Haskins threw for 250 in maybe his last game, and Jake Browning 313 in his final game. But in the end, however, the Buckeyes finished the season 13-1, however, as they beat Washington 28-23. Meanwhile, in other bowl action, however, after being undefeated last year and coming close to making their second year of undefeated, however, the LSU Tigers, however, came up a little short in the Fiesta Bowl this afternoon in Tempe, Arizona, in Glendale, however, losing there at the PlayStation game 40-32. to In other bowl action, the Iowa Hawkeyes won in the Outback Bowl in Tampa 27-22 against Mississippi State. Penn State lost a tough nail-biter despite trying to come back in the fourth quarter at the... 
Citrus Bowl in Orlando, 27-24. And, of course, Iowa won the Outback Bowl in Tampa. Right now, we've got the Sugar Bowl on, and Texas is leading towards a 10-0 late in the first quarter and could be expanding the lead to 17-0 very soon. In addition to that, there was a little tension, however, before the game tonight between Texas and Georgia. The mascots actually got into it as Bebo the Longhorn, however, almost ran over the bulldog of Georgia's, believe it or not, as they were coming onto the field for the pregame earlier this evening. Meanwhile, however, with uh, bowl games comes coaching. And coaching, of course, was the big normalcy on New Year's Eve as Black Monday, however, definitely showed its true colors. A lot of coaches were given the axe over the weekend, including Todd Boyles of the Jets, however, Vance Joseph of the Broncos, Marvin Lewis of Cincinnati, however. Uh, also, however, was let go, however, believe it or not, however. The Packers are still looking for a head coach, as is the Cleveland Browns, however. Dirk Carter of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was shown the door. But the Jets right now are reporting that they are talking to Jim Caldwell and possibly Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh about taking over that franchise, even though they're offering Harbaugh $7.5 million to coach the Jets. The Packers originally last week was reported to looking at Northwestern's Pat Fitzgerald, however, but now Fitzgerald said last night following the Holiday Bowl in which they beat Utah in San Diego, however, he plans on staying at Northwestern, however, and has not thrown his hat into the ring, however, in the NFL. Also, Lincoln Riley, who was being rumored to be going to the NFL of Oklahoma, extended, got his contract extended earlier today by the Sooners, however, just a few days after losing the Orange Bowl, so it looks like he will not be going to the NFL as well. Uh, like I said, other coaches, like I said, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are looking for a new coach and now own the top pick in the draft, however, after firing their coach of one year despite finishing 3-13. and Meanwhile, however, Oscar, however, WWE Superstar, had a major botch recently at a live event, however. In fact, she had a major botch, however, during her match Sunday night, however, with Charlotte and Becky Lynch down in Tampa, however, believe it or not, however. Meanwhile, Nia Jax, however, is definitely could be getting into hot water with her comments, however, over the last few days on Twitter. According to reports, however, Nia Jax has criticized the WWE, however, women, however, and definitely had a few choice words to say, however, about it. Meanwhile, however, in addition to that, however, right now, here is the Royal Rumble lineup coming up, however, three weeks from Sunday in Phoenix at Chase Field. Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman, who will be on Raw this coming Monday night, along with Paul Heyman, however, John Cena, who made his return this past Saturday night at the WWE Live Showdown in Pittsburgh, however, will be battling it out for the WWE Championship. Like I said, Lesnar, Strowman, and John Cena will all be there this coming Monday in Orlando at the Amway Center in the Magic Kingdom for the first Raw of 2019. Also, <coughs> Drew McIntyre announced last night he has thrown his hat into the Royal Rumble fray. And, of course, we know about our truth winning the Mixed Match Challenge at TLC that has guaranteed him a spot. Meanwhile, the Women's Royal Rumble has been announced, and so far, despite Carmella being announced as the 30th entry in the Women's Royal Rumble, so far, Natalia, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan have thrown their hats into the ring as well. Speaking of Sarah Logan, congratulations to her and Eric Rowe, who got married last week, however. And also, as much as we don't like this guy, congratulations also goes out to Leah Rush, who got married over the Christmas holiday week, however. And finally, however, mind you, however... Uh, let's see, how are, and just to give you an update now, Texas is down scored again. It is 16-0 as they are pounding Georgia tonight in the Nokia Sugar, uh, the, uh, Sugar Bowl tonight. So it looks like the Longhorns have come to play tonight. And right now, like I said, it's early in the second quarter, but like I said, Georgia's just had nothing going for them right now, and they are down 16-0. And finally, however, in a rare occurrence, however, that is 
non-wrestling related. Again, Tiffany had started off the New Year Day, New Year's Eve, New Year with a bomb, not a bang. She was hired last night to do stand-up at James Hell Night Center in Miami. Her routine included jokes about her mom getting out of a mental institution, cries about her family asking for money. Witnesses mm-hmm. said that she thought some of her jokes and the ones she did remember were not getting the laughs she expected to see. As a result, half the crowd left the show during the performance last night in Miami and demanded a refund following the show. Okay, okay. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Duarte Smith is King Ice for 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in terms of our wrestling history birthdays for today, the very January the 1st. 37 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see here, uh, yes, 1982, a special event was held in the Checker Dome in St. Louis. The event was Sam Mushnick's final wrestling card. He promoted Mushnick promoted events since 1932. The event was a part of Sam Mushnick Day in St. Louis, as declared by then Mayor Vincent Schnemiel. Okay, and here are the matches. Here's one match that took place here. Dick the Bruiser defeated Ken Patera to win the NWA Missouri Heavyweight Title. Twelve years ago today, which would put it at 2007, on Raw from Miami, Florida, Kevin Federline, yes, that Kevin Federline, defeated John Cena in the No DQ match. The match was not for the WWE title. Federline had help from Umaga and Johnny Nitro. The K-Fed-Cena feud was two months in the making. As Cena hit Federline with the attitude adjustment in October, the Federline would call Cena the World Heavyweight title at Cyber Sunday. And the next night, Federline challenged Cena to a one-on-one contest. But Cena would lose another match as he was disqualified in a four-on-one handicap match. However, Cena ended the night by hitting Federline with an attitude adjustment. While Federline was seen by WWE personnel as a model citizen, his brief run of the company was not without consequence. Federline's then-wife, of course, singer Britney Spears, at the time saw a clip of Federline at the WWE program, and then she laughed, and Kevin went into a rage, and he destroyed property. It turned out to be the final straw for Britney, and and she filed for divorce today after the incident. Divorce would be finalized in July of 2007. As for K-Fab's album, calling it a commercial failure would be an understatement. 6,000 copies sold in the first week, 16 copies sold total <laughs> yeah yeah yes yeah, sir yeah yeah that that that, that guy was a douchebag if i ever saw one. Oh, he was the leader of the douchebags oh and to give you an update on that texas story real quick i, I have the story here it says here as the handlers with people 15 and uga x tried to position the pair for a pregame photo op earlier tonight however Bevo charged in UGA's direction, knocking down the metal bears surrounding him and leading to a brief moment of chaos at the Superdome. Patrick Dow, a Texas senior, one of the handlers of Bevo, said the following, We were just trying to round, turn him to take a picture, and he made a run for it. He was just being friendly, that's all. Dow and the rest of Bevo's handlers quickly corralled the 1,600-pound steer and secured him without any apparent harm to UGA fans or uh, the mascot. Once the situation abated, the photo op happened after all. Bevo standing in his original position facing the stands. John Baker owned Sunrise Stands where Bevo 15 was bred to the following. He's docile as a lamb. This is the first time he's done it this year. 
Bebo, the 15, is in his third year of service on the Longhorn sideline and will turn four years old later this month, said Baker. Baker went on to say he's a healthy and happy Bevo. And fortunately, UGA seems to be okay as well, despite the pregame dust-up. Well, that's not the – well, guys, this is going – I'm going this is going to sound kind of corny as my very first uh, – as my very first joke on our show here in 2019, if you want to call it a joke. Um, when when's the last time anybody went down by went down as a result of a beep run? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a 600 pound uh, yeah. longhorn steer we're talking about, and no, we're not saying the Q word in this case, but steer with an S, like a big longhorn, uh, like long big time. Uh, well, let's just say uh, huge uh, guy. Let's just say, however. Yeah. And of course, who am I? Who am I? Who am I getting conquered by people? Hey, there you go. Okay, here we go. Here we got several birthdays to talk about here, according to John. Here, uh, first off, happy 35th birthday to Vita Scott. All right, happy 42nd birthday to the glorious one, former NXT and also United States champion, and currently a Raw tag team champion, along with Chad Gable, Bobby Roode. Today's his birthday. Okay. Today, oh my goodness, today is a happy 50th birthday to DDP's ex-wife, Kimberly. Okay. Yeah, she felt the bang okay. Whoa! Okay, yeah. Yours is better than mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, we have a happy and happy 75th birthday to one of the all-time managers right there, right there next to Bobby Heenan, managing the best of the best. I'm talking about the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. And here's a list of the people he has managed since debuting in, in the WWF in 1985. Hart matched several superstars and also Intercontinental and Tag Team Champions in the 80s and 90s. First acquisition was Intercontinental Champion Greg Valentine, who, whom Hart, Hart managed at the first WrestleMania. He would also match King Tom Bundy at the first WrestleMania to SD Jones. But Hart would trade Bundy's contract to Bobby Heenan in exchange for the missing link and Adrian Adonis. Hart would also take Terry and Jack Funk and also Jim the Advil Nightheart and Bret Hart. He would gain Nightheart and Hart to take him to the uh, World Tag Team titles by defeating the Bulldogs on January 26, 1987, with the help from crooked referee Danny Davis. Davis was also managed by Jimmy Hart in 1987. Hart would also lead the Honky Tonk Man that same year. Hart was referred to to the Honky Tonk Man as by uh, the Honky Tonk Man as the Colonel. Hart would lead the Honky Tonk Man to the IC title by defeating Rick Steamboat. Honky Tonk Man held the longest reign in his Intercontinental Champion from June of 87 through August of 88. The Colonel stuck with him for years after the Honky Tonk Man uh, departed in 1991. Hart would be involved in three matches at WrestleMania 3 in 1987. First managing Adrian Adonis in his match against Roddy Piper, which was Piper's last match. Adonis lost that bout but would have two victories for his clients when the Hart Foundation and Danny Davis defeated the British Bulldogs and Jake Roberts with Alice Cooper in Jake Roberts' corner. After that, Roberts and Cooper went on to terrorize Hart with Hart with uh, with um, Jake Roberts' pet snake, Damien. Also in 1987, Hart would manage some of the women. The WWF Women's Tag Team Champions Judy Martin and Leilani Kai known as the Glamour Girls. Hart would win PWI's Manager of the Year that year, and that would be an award he won again in 1994. 
At WrestleMania 4, Hart was one of the victims that would be haircut by Bruce Beefcake after he interfered in the IC title match between Beefcake and the Honky Tonk Man, helping Honky Tonk Man retain the title by getting himself DQ'd. Hart would then be fired by the Hart Foundation after Hart Foundation turned face. Hart managed the Fabulous Rougeau brothers. They also accompanied Demolition in their tag team title match at SummerSlam 88 against the Hart Foundation. In 89, Hart secured Dino Bravo into the fold after the departure of Frenchie Martin. And also, Hart would, would strike big after Dino Bravo and Ultimate Warrior had a push-up contest. Hart and Bravo introduced a 400-pound monster simply known as Earthquake. God rest his soul. Earthquake and Bravo would team throughout 1989-1990. But by the start of 1990, Earthquake with Hart at his side became the dominant WWF superstar in 1990. And he also groomed Earthquake in his feud with Hulk Hogan. Hart continued his war with the Hart Foundation back in 1989, again when he, the Honky Tonk Man, and Great Valentine reformed formed the short-lived team of Rhythm and Blues. But by the end of 1990, Valentine turned face and Honky Tonk Man left the WWF. Hart reformed a new tag team, forcing the Nasty Boys to win the tag titles over the Hart Foundation at WrestleMania 7 on March 24, 1991. Also in 91, Hart would then manage, oh boy, I, and I know, and and John is about, and John is actually going. It was actually just uh, going to say this. He, we all know that JD is going to cue this guy's music any minute. Once I say this name, I might as well go ahead and get it over with. The Mountie. Oh, uh, here we go. Wait. Oh, dear. Oh, God. <laughs> he dare say the Mountie? Uh, and it's only yeah. fitting. To... Uh, yeah, I did. I I, say the <laughs> John, you called it, man. <laughs> yeah, John, you caught it, man. You definitely caught that. That's <laughs> it. Hard to not have a good 1990 versus Buddy the Mountie. A loser goes to jail match, and the Legion of Doom defeated the Nasty Boys to win their first world tag team titles. <sighs> that same year, Hart tried to put the injured Andre the Giant into the group and wanted him to team up with Earthquake, but Andre refused, allowing Earthquake to attack Andre. Typhoon and Tugboat will turn heel on the Bushwhackers and join Earthquake. The natural disasters would led to the Legion of Doom by the start of 1992, while Hart groomed the Mountain to get the IC title, which he did actually at a live event before Royal Rumble in 1992 by defeating Bret Hart after Hart suffered an illness. Actually, I didn't remember this correctly. Hart, Bret Hart had the flu, believe it or not. That's what it was. He had the flu. That's what happened. Uh, Mountie would drop the title one day later to Roddy Piper at the 92 Royal Rumble. Hart would team up with Ted DiBiase and IRS and lead them to the tag team titles, which they won in February of 92. Hart would be in DiBiase and IRS's corner in 92 until 93 when Hart stopped DiBiase and IRS from damaging Beefcake even more, turning Hart face in the process. Hart would now manage both Bruce Beefcake and Hulk Hogan in their quest to take the tag titles from DiBiase and IRS, of course, Money Inc., at WrestleMania 9, Hogan Beefcake lost by DQ to Money Inc. But for the first time, Hart would finally manage the WWF World uh, Champions Hogan defeat Yokozuna to, 
to win the title after Yokozuna had beat defeated Bret Hart for it. Mm, excuse me. At King of the Ring, Hart would be in Hogan's corner, but Hogan would drop the title for the 505-pound sumo warrior Yokozuna. After this, Hart and Hogan would depart for the company, and they would join WCW in 1994. But Hart still managing Hogan even and even through Hogan's first WCW World Title win over Ric Flair until joining the Giant and the Dungeon of Doom in October of 1995, turning Hart into a heel again. <clears throat> he would then manage Ric Flair to his 12th World Title reign over Randy Savage. After the demise of the Dungeon of Doom, he recreated the first family. After that, Hart was placed in charge of WCW's Saturday Night Show prior to the program's cast cancellation. He was the first strap master for the Yapapi Indian Strap Match, where Hogan defeated Ric Flair on March 19, 2000, at WCW Uncensored. Hart would join WCW's booking committee in February 2001. After the sale of the WCW to then-rival WWF, Hart would create an organization, the XWF, which would replace WCW as well as take wrestling back to early the early 1990s style of fun. Hart would then make some TNA appearances in October of 2003, but instead of returning to the WWE, Hart would resign with the WWE to work on WrestleMania-related related projects. And John said that's all he's got for the history of the birthdays here for today. So, John, we um, we thank you very much for the history of the birthdays for this evening. And JD, thank you very much for the news and views here for tonight. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 606 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. Of course, the very first revolution of 2019. Oh, man. Mr. WWS, the Iceman, Jerry Mode, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, here with you. Of course, join us on the live video feed here from True Pioneers of Wrestling. Of course, we did say Captain Dave Spieler. We also had another gentleman, of course, join us as well, Mr. James Allen Childress. We welcome you as well for coming in and listening in here on our show here tonight. Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, John actually has a short review of uh, last night's Raw. Uh, let's we'll go ahead and get right into that. Uh, John, says, John says he actually didn't watch it. But he heard the spoilers and said he it was not it was not pretty good at all. So John said that's all he's got to say about that. Uh, Fonzie, did you happen to catch Raw last night? Hell no. Okay. Okay. Well, well yeah, and then well, that was also short lived too. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, sir. Fonzie. Well. Uh, JD, I guess uh, not to try to rush you, not to rush you into things, but uh, um, and of course you, you're going to have, you're going to have a buku amount of time here because we have oh, yeah. to be another. So so, so I guess I, I watched for the very first time in 2019. Are you cooled off and are you warmed up? Ready. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, as always, this is the first WWS Radio Network exclusive of 2019, where, of course, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, is not afraid to let his the, the, express his feelings, thoughts, opinions, concerns, anything he wants to express, you know that he's going to give it his best shot and give it with a huge bang. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and warn you ahead of time that, not, that everything that the Iceman says here may not be suitable for all viewers. 
Parental discretion is advised. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. yeah, a little okay. bit. Yes. I, will, I, I, will, I will say that too also. Yes, some of you have okay. got to be a little extra careful, people. I mean, yes, I can yeah. go a little off topic when you can, but sometimes I try to keep it PGA, but not all the time, shall we say. Kids, get your parents' permission to listen to JD. There you go. <laughs> there you go there <laughs> right, you go. exactly. There you go. So, ladies and without further ado, with, of course, his thoughts and opinions on the New Year's Eve edition of Monday Night Raw. Here is the Iceman, Jared DiGiuomo, with, of course, your very first. What's kind of 2019? I give you the WWS Icebreaker. Last night's Raw, New Year's Eve, which was taped on Friday from Detroit Rock City, Detroit, Michigan. And the question was, what would end 2018 and what would start 2019 in a bang? But before we get to that, we do have an update on the game, <coughs> which is becoming more and more apparent now that Texas has come to play, no pun intended tonight, as they are definitely showing the Bulldogs they're taking a bite out of them right now, leading 17-7 to here late in the first half and looking for more as they are up 10 right now on the number five team in the country. So it looks like maybe, unless Georgia finds a way to come back in the second half, Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs could be, let's just say, bin and bulldoze to the ground in front of everyone at the Superdome tonight at the All-State Sugar Bowl. Anyway, our opening match of the night, of course, was a cage match pitting the two Ds. Drew the Dragon Slayer McIntyre and, of course, Dolph the Douchebag Ziggler. And what happened, however... Drew McIntyre showed once again why he was one of the few big names in 2018 by not doing one, not even two. Oh, no, 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 not even three. Goodness, no, however, he wasn't hitting a single, a double, a triple, and getting on base all three times. No, with the base hits up the middle and lining them out to the outfield and off the walls, however, and making sure they uh, went through the infielder's legs and the outfielder's gloves, however. No, 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 no. He was going for the Grand Slam, the Grand Salami, if you will. He delivered four, count them, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, as far as Claymores go. And definitely concussed, and I'm surprised he didn't concuss, and literally put down his former best friend, if you will, in the process. As I've said many times before, however, this is a guy who really, in the last little while, however, has become more and more lethal and dangerous and a destroyer. And I'm telling you right now, however, he is my odds-on pick early on to win the Royal Rumble coming up in four weeks in Phoenix and could have a breakout year in 2019, barring injuries and anything else. But he ended 2018 and started 2019 in his words, however, no pun intended, with a big, loud, resounding bang, to say the least. Then, of course, we saw, however, Triple H and Seth Rollins confront one another. And then, of course, Shane comes up, however, and so he tells Seth, however, Triple H does, that he is not going to get his rematch against Dean Ambrose tonight. But Shane does say, however, tonight there will be a battle royal, and whoever wins the battle royal will take on Dean Ambrose. So just when it looked like Seth was going to get his IC title rematch, that's not going to be the case now, however. So I ask you this, however, are they leading to another match possibly this year, WrestleMania between Triple H and Rollins, or possibly a match on Raw or even on pay-per-view for that matter, whether it be the Rumble, WrestleMania, or even on Raw? I hope not. I really don't. I don't think we need to see 49-year-old Triple H back in the ring again once again. I think it's time to once and for all hang it up 
and just play the father, play the office guy, Heller, and uh, work with the kids down in NXT and be hands-on with the NXT brand like he has been. Is That's his baby, his pride and joy next to his children. And developing the guys and gals to try to become successful as he has been over the years, Heller, and get them over on the shows, however, maybe get them into the business mm. itself, however. We hope that's the case here. But uh, you never know with Hunter. Uh, like I said, I mean, we've seen over the last few weeks, however, the McMahon say that they're going to be shaking things up. Well, so far we haven't seen it yet, however. But I imagine we'll see it maybe next week, what the first Raw of the year and the second SmackDown of the year when they hit the Sunshine State of Florida in Orlando and Jacksonville next Monday and Tuesday. And of course, we'll talk more about that this Monday on Raw Radio. So that leads us to the Battle Royal, however, and it was dabbed a fresh start Battle Royal for a shot at the IC title. And who was in the Battle Royal, you ask? Well, let's see. No Way Jose, which I'm surprised he's still even around because they haven't used him in weeks, let alone months. You had Finn Balor, who's been up and down at times this year. You have the Lucha 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 House Party, however, of Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Kalisto. Tripping Boy, Titus O'Neil. Long Island IC, who was used for the first time maybe since earlier this summer, Zack Ryder. The Ascension, Connor Victor, who they seem to continue to bury every week. The Losing Streak Manhauer, who has more losses than the Cleveland Browns used to have in the season, Howard Kurt Hawkins. Mojo Ratboy Raleigh. Tyler Breeze, the gorgeous one, who they continue to just absolutely bury. The B Team, which actually showed up for the first time in a long time, of uh, Curtis uh, Will Ferrell, Axel, and Bo, uh, let's just say, John C. Riley want to be Dallas. And yes, oh yes, we can't forget about this man. Everyone's favorite, the former permanent GM and Corey Graves' boyfriend, if you will, Baron Cox, Stane Corbin. And what happened? It came down to the final four of Corbin, Ryder, Cruz, and Hawkins. In the end, how Apollo Cruz, however, showed the Cox, Stane Corbin, and the permanent GM, however, that he is not to be a guy to try to mess with, as Apollo had a record eight. That's right, folks. Count them. Eight eliminations in this mini battle world and showed why, however, that he is a guy that could hopefully uh, get something going for him in 2019. Yeah. At least I hope he has something going for him in 2019. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But it's good to see Apollo Cruz win this and not that little worm stain and me- little, uh, let's just say, kiss-ass Baron Corbin. Speaking of which, Howard, just to give you an update again, Texas is now off 20 to 7 late in the first half with 437 to go. So they just kicked the field goal. So there you go. Anyway, we then see Elias come out, however, after Corbin begins to whine and bitch and piss and moan like a little girl, if you will, however, saying it wasn't fair he lost. Well, guess what, Corbin? To use the old adage, cry me a freaking river already. Seriously. No one wants to hear you mope and whine and bitch and piss and moan Unless, however, you want to have Corey Graves basically kiss your ass for you like he normally does, however. Speaking of the women, let's talk about the women next, however. And we'll go to a six-person tag involving, yes, everyone's favorite, Ember the War Goddess Moon, however, who I hope in 2019 has something good going for her, whether it's a heel turn or whether she finds a way to win a belt at some point, however. Maybe the women's side. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. But she teams up tonight, Howard, with everyone's favorite, Howard, the lovable, huggable Bailey, baby Bailey herself. And yes, Sasha, the baby bully Banks, however, if you will, the Boston Hug Connection, who last week have been clamoring, and over the last few weeks have been clamoring, along with some of the women, however, we should get Raw 
possibly women's tag team titles. And who did they take on last night? Oh, yes. Everyone's favorite, Howard Page 2.0 herself. The gothic tattoo, lipstick dark, uh, um, crazy psychotic Ruby Riot. Liv's blue tongue, uh, blondie smurf uh, girl Morgan. And yes, Sarah the Viking married girl Logan, however, in six-person tag once again. As we continue to see the same old, same old crap with these six week in and week out. But in the end, however, Sarah, or not Sarah, in the end, Sasha, Bailey, and Ember end up picking up the win. This was okay, but that's all I'm going to say. It was okay. I'm just tired of seeing these six continue to fight each other every week. Speaking of which, that leads us to our next match, however. Yes, the man who wants to burn it down and definitely give everyone, however, hopefully a good way to end 2018 and start hopefully 2019 off with a big-time uh, statement. The former IC champion, if you will, Seth Rollins, taking on everyone's favorite and Michelle's big man however, uh, bodyguard at the door next to Brock Lesnar, who stands by guarding her bedroom at night, Bobby the Beast Lashley. Bobby the Beast Lashley. And I'm not going to use Beast. I don't want to say Beast because I'm not going to say Brock Lesnar here in this case was here last night. But anyway, Bobby Lashley was here with his little boyfriend, if you will, however, lethargic Leo Rush, the Terrell Owens, Gary Coleman, pissant of the WWE, and in general, the total lackluster worm that he is. What happened? Oh yeah, Seth took it upon himself, however, to basically show his anger and aggression, however, by basically attacking, however, mind you, however, Bobby, and then dropping Leo like a bad habit and swatting him like a fly. So, now we've seen Seth Rollins more fired up than ever before, just a few weeks after dropping that belt to Dean Ambrose, however, uh, for uh, the IC title. Does this mean Seth is going back to baby maybe being a heel again, possibly, at some point in 2019? Maybe. But at the same time, however, this was a good way for Rollins to uh, be eighteen on a decent note, however. But like I said, as I said before, Michelle said it before, we've all said it before, the only thing that's holding Bobby Lashley back right now is that little lethargic little piss ant Leo Rush. If he gets rid of him, then I think he has potential to make a loud statement at some point. But he continues to have his little boyfriend, Leo Rush, be it as Beck and call him, be his so-called little agent boy, if you will. Here's an idea for Bobby, however. Bobby, I know you're listening, and I hope everyone else is listening, including MLB. Just punch that little squirt in the mouth, get rid of him, ditch him, and basically hang him out to dry on the clothesline and just leave him there to rot. Because he is holding you back. Otherwise, how are you going to continue to get buried at every turn? How are they just going to continue to boo with boo you and not support you? And right now, they haven't done anything to give anything to him whatsoever. So I hope they do something right with Bobby at some point, however. Right now, it seems like Bobby has done nothing in the last little while since having Leo Rush as his agent. He still thinks, however, by doing his little Ace Ventura thing and him posing with his big muscles, which he is a big guy, and I'm not knocking him by saying that. He is a big, tough guy, no doubt. The only thing that's holding you back, however, is Leo Rush and doing these stupid things that you're doing week after week to get no, heat, no uh, fan support whatsoever. You're just doing this to get cheap, damn heat, and it's not working. I'm sorry it's not working. Speaking of not working, let's talk about the semi-main event now. Yes, folks, it was the Wendy's boy of a new generation who's still employed by the WWE, the man who's got kids, however, and is trying to feed his kids. Yes, folks, the man from One Man Band, if you, the 3MB, if you will, he's Slater, and the man who the week before dressed up as Santa Claus only to gore, however, 
his opponent, Teller, who we'll talk about in just a second. The man who was wrestling in his hometown, and I'm surprised he hasn't even hung it up yet, Teller, who should retire right now because he's done wrestling too much, Teller, and I think it's time to finally just hang it up once and for all. Yes, folks, I'm talking about formerly the man beast from Detroit Rock City himself, folks. The former ECW television champion, the man who battled Sandman, of course, and had some interesting battles with RBD during his ECW run over the years. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Rhino. Wait a minute, what is that noise? Okay, I thought we heard something. Anyway, he tends up taking on, let's see, oh yes, Jinder the Jackass Mahal, Mr. Juicehead himself, the meatball that he is. And, of course, his two boyfriends, Slimebag Sunel Singh and the Snake Samir Singh. What happened? Oh, yeah. The Singh brothers and Jinder the Juice Head end up getting a cheap victory over Heath Slater and Rhino. Oh, goody. This could have been on the pre-show, but no. Instead, however, they put this as the semi-main event tonight. Or the third to last match of the night, if you ask me. Anyway, from there, of course, we hear that next week, of course, we're going to have Bobby Roode and Chad Gable putting their tag team titles on the line once again against a team that unfortunately cried a little bit, however, over Christmas and had a legitimate beef, power in the form of Dash and Dawson to go in after the tag straps, however. So, what happens tonight, you ask? Before that, oh yeah, before the show, the Revival ends up taking on Tyler Breeze and Zack Ryder, or not, Zack Ryder and someone, yeah, I think it was Tyler Breeze, I'm not sure, let me think. No, Zack Ryder and uh, someone else on main event, and then, of course, the week before that, however, I guess they are taking on Gable and Root, however, on Monday Night Raw. So this week, however, before Raw was taped Friday night, they're on main event for this week, however, in some type of uh, warm-up match. So most weeks, however, you see them on the show, on main event, warming up the crowd, however, in some of a uh, lackluster match. It's some fair, okay match. Sometimes you see them on Raw in some fair matches, too. I wish to God they would do something better with the Revival. They just continue to bury them at every turn, and they've been doing a lot of that for most of 2018. Hopefully 2019 will be the year of the Revival. If not, then what was the point of coming over or being called up to the WWE? I ask you. Then, of course, we have Dean Ambrose taking on Apollo Crews for the IC title. Once again, Dean the Dickhead shows his true colors here however, by beating on Apollo Crews. But I will give Apollo Crews credit, though. He did hang tough with Dean, but in the end, Apollo came up a little short. Now, hopefully, they don't start to bury Apollo like they've been continuing to do for most of the year. Hopefully, this is Apollo's wake-up call. I mean, he did real well in the Royal Rumble, only to come up short here tonight for the IC title. Hopefully, they start to get behind him a little bit going into the New Year and throughout 2019, but we'll have to wait and see. But then we find out next week, folks, on Raw, we're going to have, however, the Brock, Beast Incarnate, Paul Heyman, Braun Strowman, and yes, everyone's favorite, Dr. Thugonomics, Mr. You Can't See Me, the Bumblebee Man, who continues to have a somewhat subpar rating at the box office. Yes, folks, I'm talking about John Craphead Cena. Yes, folks, the Craphead, C-R-A-P, I didn't say crack, I said crap, as in human feces, human excrement, human poop, let's just say. I think it's time for John Cena to hang it up <laughs> once and for all, and I'm hoping at some point in 2019 he decides to hang it up. He's had a great career. Don't get me wrong. He's 41 years old. He's my age. And some of our ages, maybe Fonzie's age, maybe John's age, too. But that's beside the point. The point is this. John Cena has done more than enough. He's accomplished more than enough. I don't think we need to see John Cena continue to grace us with our television each week, but it looks like we're going to see him back here for a while, at least for a good while, until it's time maybe to retire or whenever he decides to finally hang up his boots. 
And then, of course, we also hear that next week, however, we're going to have a new talk show on Raw. And, John, I know you're looking forward to seeing this, as I'm sure a lot of people are, and maybe they're not. Yes, folks, I'm talking about everyone's favorite so-called little princess, however, herself, or she calls herself the goddess. Corey Graves is other uh, little special love interest, if you're next to Corbin. Yes, folks, I'm talking about the arrogant one herself, Alexa the Bitch Girl Bliss. And what happens? Oh, yes, Alexa's going to be hosting a new talk show called A Moment of Bliss. And, of course, who's her first guest? Oh, first guest on the show, Ronda Rousey, of course. Well, from what I heard earlier this evening, before we came on the air, there has been already discussion, however, about her future. Now, I have heard reports, however, and we've been talking about this for quite some time over the last little while, that, that she is almost cleared to return. I have heard others say, however, she has not been cleared yet to return and that her future is up in the air. Now, I'm going to ask you before I get into the main event, however, you guys, this question. Are we going to see Alexa Bliss come back maybe before the Rumble, however, in the next few weeks maybe, or at the Rumble, or maybe prior to WrestleMania? Or do you think maybe, however, this could be like what happened with Paige, however, that she's going to be out a little longer than expected, even though she has not wrestled for some time, and that her career might be over there? Because there has been talk, however, that is one of two options they're looking at. So right now, we do not know what her future lays at this point. She could be back and returning soon to the ring, but I've also heard there's some other talk about her maybe not coming back, maybe, and maybe hanging it up once and for all, possibly. We haven't heard that. I did hear that from some people, but I haven't been able to confirm it. So I will ask you guys that question first before I get into the main event, though. <clears throat> well, uh, well let, let, let's, let's, hear, let's, hear, let's hear, of course, uh, Fonzie, let's hear from you first this question. J.D. poses a very good one. <laughs> no. John, the question that JD posed, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Will uh, Will Alexa Bliss return in time for the paper for the Royal Rumble? And will she be back in general to get back in the ring at some point before Mania or at Mania, or is her career over? John says she hopes he hopes that she returns. Hmm. And I'll ask you now. As for, nah, well, will she return? Let's just put it this way: it, Will she return? Yes. In time for the rumble, I gotta agree with Fonzie. I don't think she'll be clear. I mean, if there's if, if there's conflicting stories that she's not gonna be ready in time, that she's not gonna be ready in time. For the, for this and all that. I mean, what did you say about three weeks off from when uh, this? Yeah, the, as of now, three three and a half weeks off. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to. She's going to have. She's going to have to be cleared awful quickly, and if she wants to take part in it. The opposite. My answer to that is, she's. I mean, she didn't. Wasn't in it this past year the very first one because she was holding the Raw Women's Title at the time. As for the 2019, I don't see her coming. I don't see her making her her first women's Royal Rumble appearance this year because I don't I don't think she'll be I don't think she'll be ready. Now if she is, she's going to have to be in and out of there pretty quickly because I don't think she's I don't think she's physically prepared <clears throat> um, physically prepared to um, um, yeah. So. So that's that. That's just my that's just my person. That's just my personal opinion. 
So I agree. I mean, so yeah, so I mean that yeah, she's it's it's just it's just it's just not right. Yeah, oh, I agree. And then, like I said, she has not. I don't think she's been, been wrestling really. I have not heard really. I think since really late October, early November, the middle of November. I think maybe since the UK tour, maybe before Survivor Series. That's when I think she got dinged up. I think it was over in the European tour. And I understand it's been like I said, almost four or five weeks. But you know, I mean, it depends on how bad the ailment is, and when the doctors have said she can get back in the ring. I don't know if she's been training down at the uh, NXT uh, Wellness Center. Or that right now she still thinks she needs more time. I mean, she might be a little rusty. However, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Obviously, Monday night, however, in Orlando with this whole talk show thing, which I still think is a joke. But like I said, it depends on if she's going to be ready to go by the rum. But like I said, I've also heard reports, like I said, there's been some reports saying that she might not be back, possibly, maybe at the Rumble, she might not be back in time. For, she might be back before Mania or at Mania, or she might do what Paige did last year and maybe have one more match and then finally hang it up. We don't know the whole story yet. Yeah, because it's like I said before, I mean, this is this is kind of like what we were talking about years ago with the deal with Dan, with the deal with Daniel Bryan. I mean, this is just one common thing that has affected a lot of these superstars every time they get in the ring. And don't get me wrong, we like seeing them compete. You know, but they always have to take. I mean, you remember, you remember those old, you remember those 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 uh, warnings that, that they tell everybody not. But they they tried to warn the the wrestling fans don't try any of this stuff at home because you, you see the end result at all these shows and events and stuff like that. I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, the stories may not be real, but 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 the if you if you, if you th- really really think about it, the the action is. I mean, the thing about it is they can't. You you can hardly fake getting hurt. Period. Yeah. And whenever yeah. you're never called, that's not take. I mean, that's that's why they train to do that stuff. They're professionals. I mean, they they they've had a lot of fine tuning, you know, should be, being shown the ropes by those who have been there many many times. And so if 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 she if she goes in there, if she if she goes in there and all, she's going to have to. It's going to be a very very cautious situation. Yeah, oh, yes, definitely. I agree. I mean, definitely, hella. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's all I got to say. That's really all I got to say. But please, J.D., go ahead and continue this work with your uh, okay. with your, your thoughts. Go ahead. And then, of course, we go to the main event. And speaking of the women, the women for the second week in a row, unlike last week, which was a pretty good main event involving two good friends, Ronda Rousey and Natalia, they are teaming up tonight to take on, yes, folks, everyone's favorite, Superfly's little girl, if you will, her the man China herself, Tamina Snuka, and of course everyone's spirit, face breaker Phil, Naya, the total joke Jax. And what happens? Oh yeah, Naya and Tamina try to put up a good fight, huh? And they did. But they also got some shots in too, and I'll give him a little bit of credit. But in the end, Rhonda and Natty Hauer made it a merry new year, Hauer, and a miserable one, Hauer, for the at the end of twenty eighteen for not Naya and Tamina. So yeah, overall Raw was not that bad, but it could have been a little better. Now, next week's going to be interesting because you're going up against The Bachelor, you're going up against the National Championship game, and I'm sure you're going up against some of the newer shows coming back uh, from the Christmas holiday and the holiday uh, break in general, or maybe some of the new shows that are premiering on some of the new of the networks like CBS, ABC, NBC, whatever. So you better put on a good show next Monday night, Howard, for the first Raw of the New Year, especially with four weeks to go to the Rumble. I mean, you've got Brock Lesnar coming in, Paul Heyman, John Cena, uh, Alexis' little talk show segment, which is a joke, obviously, however, 
And, of course, you got the tag team uh, rematch that has been set up. So hopefully Raw will be a better show than last week's show on Christmas Eve, the tape delay show that happened in uh, Sacramento, of course, which, by the way, speaking of which, did a 122 and a 125 last week on both Raw and SmackDown in Fresno and Sacramento. Now, hopefully with this tape delay show, even though there wasn't much, there was some stuff on last night, like a couple bowl games, including the Holiday Bowl and uh, some other bowl games, however, yesterday, however, and other events going on last night on television on prime time, like uh, Ryan Seacrest's uh, New Year's Eve thing and all the Times Square things going on and all the other networks having New Year's Eve specials live and uh, also on tape delay, however, that were taped earlier, however, maybe that they were... uh, uh, just uh, reruns, whatever. Hopefully, Raw put up a better rating. But going into 2019, as I've said many times over, however, as I usually say every week on Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-views and doing my icebreakers and whatnot, and both on and off Facebook and also on all the shows, too, including Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, this one, uh, Wolfpack, uh, Outside the Ropes, what have you. Raw better start turning the page in 2019. They have got to come out swinging to start the new year because if they don't, they are going to be in a big-time hole in more ways than one. So hopefully this was the start of uh, something maybe to build upon for the new year. Now, if not, however, they're going to be continuing to go downhill. So they better start taking everyone's advice that 2019, however, is a make or break year. Because if they don't, however, they're going to be in big, big trouble. And they could be very much uh, maybe, uh, I wouldn't say closing up shop, but they could really be losing their audience, however. They're going to lose their audience more and more. Case in point, I mean, you look at what Impact's starting to try to do and getting a little bit better. You see what Ring of Honor has done. Hell, you even see what New Japan's doing, and New Japan's having one of their bigger shows. Their WrestleMania this Friday night, or should I say, I believe it's late tomorrow night, early Friday morning, or late Friday night, early Saturday morning, over in Tokyo. You've got Chris Jericho taking on Naito. You've got Kenny Omega taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. I mean, last year, our New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 12 was one of the best shows of the year, the year in Japan. This was before TakeOver in Philadelphia. This was before Ronda Rousey made her debut the next night at the Women's Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. So you better find a way to start out, like I said, 2019 with a big bang, however, like I said, next week on Raw. I guarantee you didn't do much this week in the ratings, however, on the tape delay shows that happened Friday and Saturday, which I was up the show Saturday, and I'll talk more about that tomorrow night with the uh, SmackDown recap. But I will say this, however. You better hope that 2019 is a big thing for you, because I'll tell you right now, if not, Howard, you're going to continue to go downhill. You're going to continue to lose fans very, very quickly. And just to give you a quick update, we are now, it looks like at halftime, Texas is up 20-7 to 7 as we go to the break. Thank, thank you very much, J.D., for that uh, big-time edition, the first WWS icebreaker for the New Year's Eve edition of Raw, of course, of 2019. J.D., thank you very much here for that. Uh, speaking of Kenny Omega, uh, JD, I may have mentioned sending this to you off the air. Uh, one day last week, I told you that uh, a friend of mine actually has heard, has seen, saw something online, and something I had asked you to check a rumor about, wrestling rumor about. There was two things, obviously. Um, and one of them I told you about, I didn't remember what the other one was, but I actually, I just was well, I one I think was of John, you mentioned John Cena, I think it was, wasn't it? There was something about something about uh, him deciding to leave wrestling altogether and just doing the actor thing. Well, like I said, I don't think he's going to. I really don't. 
But like I said, how when I did talk about him, however, during the icebreaker for Rawhar, uh, I think he's going to decide at some point. I mean, he's going to be 42 sometime early this year. The question is, does he really want to step aside? Does he really want to hang it up? I mean, he's had a great career. Don't get me wrong. He has had a good career. But I think it's time to just say right now, at, the point, at this point, however, as far as Cena goes, I mean, I'm not being mean to say this, but Cena, it's definitely time to uh, maybe consider hanging it up, really. The other thing was, and actually, actually my same person that asked me to check on this actually reminded me what the other thing was. It was, a, it was, it was on the same side as the story I just now told you. Apparently now... And when you brought up Kenny Omega, it had something to do with Kenny Omega. Obviously, right. and apparently the rumor, the other rumor was that that there was some rumor that was with, with and also with, with the fact that you know if in fact if John Cena decides to leave, they're no longer going to have a face of WWE per se. That's what this is about, and. Apparently they're trying to get they're trying to figure out who would be the next new face. And right now WWE is saying they're trying to get Kenny Omega. It would take let me answer you that question. And Michelle was here and I think if anyone else besides Michelle's Raw was here, anyone else would maybe agree to a disagree on this. It would have to take and I'm saying this firsthand, I think everyone would agree to disagree again. Opinions vary. It would have to take, I think, Kenny Omega a good bit of money. To leave Japan to come to the States, however, back to the States, I should say, and fight Jer- uh, someone like, uh, like I said, however, fight uh, Cena. The question is, would you want to fight him at a WrestleMania? Would you want to fight him at a SummerSlam? How would you want to fight him even at a Survivor Series? Like I said, Kenny's making some good coin in Japan. He had a pretty good 2018. I mean, we saw what happened a year ago uh, this week, last year in Tokyo with, Je- with Jericho. Him and Jericho burned it down. It was one of the better matches of 2018. He's been in matches with Ayabushi. He's been in there with some of the good Japanese wrestlers, like I said. I just can't see him leaving Japan right now, especially when he has Tenahashi. Yeah, Tenahashi coming up this Friday. He fought Jericho a year ago. He could face him again later on. Again, possibly. I mean, I don't know if he's going to face him at some point again, maybe this year, this coming 2019 year. He could. Or he could face on Naito or Bushida or any one of the Japanese guys. But like I said, he's making some pretty serious money in the land of the rising sun. But like I said, he's got a big match this Friday. It would have to take the WWE and him personally. And him personally. Referring to, like I said, uh, in the Omega, however that he would want to come back to the States. I just can't see him coming back and fighting someone like I see now. If he was to come back, yeah, like I said, it would have to be on a big pay-per-view, like a Rumble, paper, uh, SummerSlam, or Survivor Series, WrestleMania. The only other person I think he could maybe meet, and I would love to see this, this would be a dream fantasy matchup. These two guys uh, would be fantasy matchups, in my opinion, for him maybe to get in the I don't know if he's ever faced either one of these guys, but if he hasn't, these two match- guys would give him a good match, I feel. One would be AJ Styles, and the other one would be Seth Rollins. I think those two guys could give Omega a great match. Cena, I don't think he can. Cena's past his prime. I mean, I mean, Cena has done more than enough. He doesn't need the money no more. 
I think it's time for someone like Rollins, maybe, uh, like I said, like AJ. Hell, Finn Balor and uh, Kenny Omega would burn it down even. Mm. Well, here was the other thing, too. Apparently there was something more to this this rumor as well. That in addition to Kenny Omega, apparently WWE was also it was and, and and you talk about getting some very serious coin here as 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 you put it. There, in addition, in addition, at the same time as Kenny Omega, they want to try to get, and this is going to blow your mind big time. I mean, really All blow right. your mind. Right. Big time. Okay. They're trying to get, they're trying to get the young bucks too. No. It, the the money's not right, and I know they try to throw that at, along with Cody to get him to come home. That will not happen. That will not happen because I think Cody's done well in Japan, too. He's got that big match with Juice Robinson. The Young Bucks, yeah, it would be nice, and but the thing is, where what show would you put him on, number one? Who would you have him feud with, number two? And would Vince find a way to either make them a big success, or would he do like he's done with all tag teams? Build them up for a while, and then after a while, push them off to like pre-shows, like main event, or uh, possibly something else, however, and just ruin their their chances. I can't see mm-hmm. that happening. Yeah. Well, like I said, all we have heard at this point in time was, was, I don't know where he saw, where my friend saw this at, but apparently he saw it, one of these pages is, is apparently reporting it. And of course, they do. We'll you see. come across I mean, like, the money. Money talks anymore. I mean, we know that money, the four, the five letter word in any lingo, in all sports, in anything in general, it's it's capitalized M O N E Y, and you're gonna have to earn a lot. You you earn it or you spend it, and that's the way it is. But like I said, at the end of the day, it depends on if they want to do it, and if they're and if if if, if the right offer comes along, or if something comes along where they feel, however. They have something to prove, so be it. But right now, yeah. like I said, I just don't think I don't think you see that right now. I really don't. Well, like I said, if if in fact you because you look at a lot of these these wrestling rumor pages all the time, if you happen to see any, oh, yeah, come I do. Anything, you come across anything that talks about this, I want you to please by all means stay on top of. Oh um, yeah, I'll post it. And I'll, po- I'll post it. In, I'll post it anywhere. I mean, the movie fans always get the first thing. That's one of the big. That, with all of the news, however, besides the entertainment cavalcade, usually that's one of the first big sites that always gets the hot scoop. Because I whether find it from 411 Mania or from the Torch or from the Observer, from Meltzer or from the Torch, like I said, with Wade Keller and any of those dirt sheets. I mean, or even listen to podcasts online. However, all these guys say the same thing we've all said. Some are good. Most of the shows are good. Most of them have different opinions. But at the end of the day, like I said, I just I can't see, like I said, guys like Cody. I can't see Omega. I definitely can't see Jericho and those guys just leave Japan right now. The money's too yeah. good to pass up. And like I said, you've got the big show coming up this Wednesday, which is Wrestle Kingdom 13. That's their WrestleMania. They always get a good crowd in Tokyo. Last year, if you remember, they had, like I think it was 60,000, 65,000 in the Tokyo Dome. And we heard and we built this up, if you remember, on all the shows, not just this one, but like I said, Raw Radio, Revolution, Outside the Ropes. We visited, however, uh, Power Hour on all these shows that last year, the big match of the year going into last year, how late last 2017 early January early last year about this time leading into the first week of the new year was Jericho and Omega 
Now it's Jericho and Naito, which will be a good match, and I think it's going to be a fantastic match with those two. And I think Omega and Tanahashi is going to be even better because I think the build-up of that has been tremendous. So, like I said, New Japan is becoming more and more, and Michelle, like I said, along with Anne, and then some of us are Japanese wrestling fans. I know I am. I have been for a long time. I like the stuff in Japan. I haven't watched it yet, but I think New Japan puts on a big quality show. Ring of Honor does their quality shows pretty good, too. I think, like I said, WWE, we've seen the last few years, continue to be soft in the reins. And I think they know now that Ring of Honor and New Japan are breathing down their neck more and more, and they're feeling the pressure of it right now. We'll keep our, we'll keep our eyes open on all this, on, on, on especially this right here. I mean, I mean, I mean, truthfully, I mean, a lot of this, you know, with the fact there was some talk, of course, that, you know, even Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are trying to start something on their own for what we've heard. So, I mean, we have to wait and see, you know, if that if that goes down as well. If that goes down, then obviously, you know, the answer to that rumor would obviously be no, because, I mean, they wouldn't, they, they, they wouldn't need to. They wouldn't need to. They wouldn't need to go to WWE unless, of course, unless of course, you know, WWE offers. Not only WWE. I mean, like I said, Impact, Ring of Honor, the only two left, however, unless they want to stay in Japan and be happy. Absolutely, oh, I agree. I, I, one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. And like I said, we're just going to have to keep our eyes open on this and see what all happens here indeed. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid finds I think, has to leave. Uh, I hope he'll come back on before the end of the night. I but know. I does, talked to, well, like I said, I talked to him earlier today. I know he, he's been – he's just been – he's had a lot on his plate, however. But like I said, I know he was – he went to come off a little bit, like I said. And if I did talk a little over him – sorry, Fonzie, didn't mean to. But like I said, however, hopefully we'll have back on tomorrow. Absolutely, indeed. Uh, let's give you the phone number one more time here, folks. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 606 of Revolution. The first revolution of 2019, of course, this is Tuesday, January 1st, New Year's Day, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jeremy Geralmo, and the Human Supplies Machine, John Gross. Also, I want to thank, of course, our Captain Dave Spieler, and of course, our, our another new uh, listener here, of course, on True Pioneers from True Pioneers of Wrestling uh, tonight. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Wrestling Pioneers always. We still have time to come on and check us out there, folks. If you want to come in and listen, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, normally I would say our triple threat uh, Wednesday, but of course, as you know, WWS Wrestling Debate. It's also taking a hiatus as well. Of course, revisited to take a hiatus again. It'll be it will be back on next Tuesday, January the eighth, <clears throat> and also at Wrestling Debate will be returning next Wednesday, January the 9th. Uh, but tomorrow night, of course, we will have WWS outside the ropes. One four one three eight seven pound news and views history news uh, news and views. Of course, from the world of pop culture. Of course, also JD would bring you the box office report and also some sports headlines. Uh, of course, John will get his take on everything, uh, on his take on, on everything that we do discuss here as well. Uh, and also, also this to... Monday, and this Monday, folks. I mean, not only are we going to talk about what our Christmas and New Year's was like, folks, but we'll also tell you our thoughts of the big championship ball game. We will give you our raw ratings for the first part of the new year. We'll talk about the NFL playoffs that are going on this weekend, however, as well. It is going to be a very action-packed week, like we said. We got. 
excitement galore. I mean, Saturday, of course, we've got two big playoff games. It will be the red-hot Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck, who might have to need a little luck on their side traveling to Houston to take on Deshaun Watson and the Texans of Houston in J.J. Watt. And just, like I said, Bill O'Brien, the former Penn State coach. Saturday night, it will be Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and Big Zeke, Zeke Elliott and Amari Cooper traveling, I believe, to Seattle to take on Russell Wilson and the Legion of Boom and Pete Carroll out there in the Pacific Northwest of the Emerald City where things will be shining bright, hopefully, maybe without rain. Seattle, Washington to take on the Seahawks unless it's in down in Texas there in the Lone Star State in Big D and Jerry Jones Stadium, AT&T Stadium, the site of May 32. And then Sunday, folks, two more big playoff games, including... The L.A. Chargers and Phillip Rivers, however, taking on the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh and their Superman quarterback, Lamar Jackson. The Ravens, of course, beating, of course, my Steelers last Sunday to clinch the AFC North. I'm not too happy about that, folks, so you can tell I'm a little bitter about that. But it will be a good game as the Chargers and Ravens will do battle. And then, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles on a wing and a prayer with their Superman quarterback of a year ago, Nick Foles, of course, coming in for Carson Wentz yet again just a few weeks ago. Barely making it to the playoffs, however, will be traveling to Chicago to take on Khalil Mack, the former Raider, who got a big contract earlier this year, however, after leaving Oakland to head to the Windy City. And Mitch Trubinsky, the big bad monsters of the Midway. Yes, they're going to be hungry, however, and looking to ground the Eagles and make them crash and burn and not go back-to-back in the Super Bowl. will be playing at Soldier Field late Sunday afternoon at 4.40 p.m. this Sunday. So those are your first-round matchups. The only teams that will not be playing are the Rams of Los Angeles, who, of course, will not be ramming anyone big this week. The New England Patriots, Tower and Tom Brady are off, of course. And yes, folks, the Chefs. Yes, Pat Mahomes and the Red Hot Kansas City Chefs, Kansas City Chiefs, of Mr. 50 Touchdown MVP Superman quarterback himself, along with Drew Brees and the Saints, as they'll be uh, playing jazz music at least this week. However, for the first week, anyway, they have no playoff game this week either. The Saints, so those are your four teams, are all on non-playoff games this week, but we'll be back in action next week in round number two. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, on our Raw Radio Brief live video we had this past Monday, I did actually give some good nods to, to, the, to, of course, my beloved Carolina Panthers, even though they're no longer in the playoff hunt, did get a very great, did get a good win to end the season on a high note uh, for, for them, of course, as they beat of course, uh, uh, of course, uh, Breeze and company. You know, I think Breeze did not play, uh, but still, it was a, uh, it was. I heard nonetheless, it was a. a Sorry about that. Oh. Sorry, it was my uh, one senator being sworn in today, uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, who, who, who was sworn in today? Lindsey Williams. Uh, as Senator of Pennsylvania. Ceremony oh, was okay. today. So congratulations to her, despite the criticism of everyone who continues to criticize her at every turn, and they can, you know what, take a big, you know what, uh, kiss my rear end, and also, among other things, however, shall we say. Absolutely. So congratulations there, indeed. Uh, there, thank you very much, there. And of course, be sure to also check out, of course, Video we in place of Raw Radio. Like I said, Raw Radio will be making its return next Monday, of course, January 7th, one three eight seven four four pound with, of course, Ken W.O., the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, and a plethora of guests. As J.D. did say, of course, there will be some big-time discussions there indeed. Uh, of course, like I said, they're fully rested. They're all ready to go. 
They got the holidays. They had the, the holiday spirit motivated them while they were off, and now they're they're going to be back in good form. Of course, <clears throat> coming uh, coming up here uh, this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen. I also wanted to give out a nod here. This is a non wrestling thing right here, uh, um, to something that of course that I uh, am also a part of here, part of as well. Um, something here, I don't know if a lot of people have seen me post things having to do with this on Facebook here recently or not, but I've sent invites to a lot of folks here about this. Uh, for those of you who are avid users of the site, of course, known as eBay, I was not, it may not be a lot of people that that's not, I mean, if you're not, then that's quite all right. Uh, but for those who are, uh, um, there is a, 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 it's like a little venture that I am a part of. Along with a with a good with a good with, with a, um, a member of my family, uh, I gotta give a good nod out to him. My uh, my brother-in-law here uh, actually got this started. Uh, actually got started. Been going on for about uh, a little more than 14 years, actually, and it's been doing very very successfully. Um, it's actually um, a little thing here. It's called, and I'm gonna do my best to pronounce pronounce these words as best I can. It's, these are two words I don't say too often, but of course. I'm going to give the big shout out, a big nod here to this. Perpetual Uniquity is the name of his little eBay store. Uh, where, um, where, of course, we have different items, of course, available there for sale. Everything from rock and roll memorabilia, if you were big fans of, uh, of, of bands back in the day, everybody from Bon Jovi to Slaughter to Kiss, uh, you, you name it. I mean, there's a lot of memorabilia having to do with that. There's also different other different things there are different items of all types as well and and also of course uh also stuff like video games dvds and other items there as well um there, there's a lot of great stuff there prices are very prices are very good there indeed and i and i asked everyone if uh if everyone out there could uh put put uh you know check out the check out the page here of course I will post a link on the Revolution Radio Facebook page if anyone is interested in taking part of this. Uh, but the website here I will give it to you is www.ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity. <clears throat> um, and you can go take you right to that. It will take you uh, right there to the uh, eBay page. And also there's a page on Facebook called this as well with a link. That, that will take you to that as well. So if you're interested in taking a look and see what we got here, folks, uh, there's also a lot of sport. It's also, like I said, DVDs, uh, video games, like I said, rock and roll memorabilia, T-shirts, other sports memorabilia. There's a bunch of different items there. That's a lot of inter interesting stuff for all, for, 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 like I said, different stuff for different folks. So definitely check, check us out here, of course. Our slogan, of course, for Perpetual Uniquity, Internet Retail, for the eternally distinctive individual. So like I said, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity. Uh, and I do also, and I do also, I think, I don't know if that's it, the human suitcase machine, John, but I think he's back on. John, are you back on here with us? I think he had to leave for a moment, but I think he's back with us. Uh, <clears throat> but to definitely check it out there, folks, if you'd like to listen in on that here, on that here. To, uh, like I said, for those who are avid eBay users and fans. So there you go. Uh, guys, well, we got about 30 minutes left to kill. 
we can go back to, of course, what is going to be fast becoming the old standby here. How about we do uh, several family feud surveys? How about it? JD, you game? JD. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Are, okay, no problem. Are you game for a little family feud? Yeah. Okay. John, are you up for a little bit? I have no one else here said you. And John says he's up for it too. Okay. Guys, this is two of y'all. Like I said, each of y'all will get three strikes. And of course, <clears throat> um, so uh, y'all listen very, very carefully here. Here we go here with the very first one tonight. Top five answers uh, are on the board. I love saying that. I love that you have to say it on the show, man. <laughs> and uh, folks, these are actual surveys that they have used, I believe, on the Steve Harvey version of Family Feud, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, top five answers are on the board. Name a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. J.D., I'll ask you first. Uh... I would say in an office. Office. Uh, hmm. Let me see. Uh, you know, I'm going. To, you know what? I'm going. That that's. I'm going to make. I'm going to make that closer tonight. I'm going to say that with number three, which is doctor or hospital. For the doctor's doctor's office, so yeah. I'm gonna give that, I'm gonna give that one here to you. So JD, you got one up there on the board. John, uh, one, two, four, and five are still there. I'll repeat the question for you. Name a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. One, two, four, five is still remain. John says in the bed. John, number two, house or bed. There you go. All right, number two. There you go. Okay, JD, one, four, and five are still remaining. Repeating the question again. Name a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. Uh, okay, so office and bed. Uh, I would say, however, in the kitchen? Well, basically, kitchen's in a house, so technically that's been said. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, so house and doctor's office, bed. I'm going to say in the car. You're going to say a car? Uh, a car. Number four is a car. Okay, there you go. All right, very good, very good. Uh, John, one and five are still remaining. Name a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. Michelle and Dodd's house. Uh, uh, no, you definitely don't want to be around there because I know she's been under. I know on time, time, time. Two more answers there, John. John cannot decide, so John, that's strike number two for you. So just be, just, just, just think about that a little bit there, John. So, so we'll have to give you your second strike right there, John. Uh, JD, your up next one and five is still there, and then a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. Uh, okay, what have we got so far? 
Number oh, they're showing, Cal- the, they're, they're showing the horn right now on uh, ESPN. Bring out the horn, Longhorn mascot again. Okay, go ahead. Okay, what have we got so far as the answers? Okay, so far for the answers, you've got number two, house or bed. Number three, doctor or hospital. Number four, car. One and five is still there. Uh, did we say restaurant? N- no. Uh, just, uh, is that what you're saying? You're saying restaurant? I'll try restaurant, yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe that. I don't know if that's strike one or two for you. Uh, I think it's two. Okay. All right, John, you have okay. So, so there you go. Right now, it's neck and neck here, guys. Uh, one and five is still remaining, John. One more chance, and in the place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. John says the movies. That's a good answer, John. That's good a good guess. one, John. Yeah. John, strike three. All right, JD, one more opportunity here. Name a place you wouldn't want to be stuck with someone who has a cold. Two more answers left. I give up. You give up as well. Okay. Well, good, well, 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 good, good answers there. Good answers there, indeed. Um, number one, and you're going to kick yourself in the head for this, JD. Number one is an elevator. I was going to say that, but I didn't think that would be it. Number five. An airplane. Airplane. Damn it, I shouldn't have that one. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, but, but, but you got three out of five, guys. That's not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. All right, here's here's the next one here, guys. Top seven answers all on the board. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? J.D.? In your nightmare. High wire act. I'll say high wire. Uh, 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 that would be as the same as this. Number one, tight tightrope walker. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You got number one there, JD. Very good. All right. All right, John. Two through seven are still there. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? And John said, ghosts. Uh, good, good, uh, good, good guess, John. Uh, strike. Sorry about that, guys. Apparently, somebody, apparently, somebody's already starting out with the jokes. I don't know why, but they are. So I don't. So forgive me on that. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, strike one on there on that, John, uh, for that. But good guess, a very good guess. JD, two through seven are still left. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? Cannonball. You mean cannonball. Cannonball. That's a good guess, too. Very good guess, JD. But strike one. Cannonball is not up there, surprisingly. I would have figured it would have been. Yeah. I would want to do that. I would want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no indeed. Uh, uh, John, two through seven is still there. Uh, both you and JD have one strike apiece. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of?
John is taking his second strike. He does not know. Okay. So, John, you got your second strike, but John, be thinking, of course, there's six answers still left. JD, six, six answers right here. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? Number one, tightrope walker. This is the only one been revealed. I want to say the next one would be, however, uh, Lion Tamer. Number four is Lion Tamer. So, there you go, JD. Yes. I definitely don't want to be in there with no big cat. <laughs> no, no, one won't be there. no way. No way, Jose. Uh, John John says his next one is with a, uh, a chainsaw. That is a good that is a good guess, John. And it is not there. So, John, you've got your three strikes. Uh, JD, you still have two more. So, uh, two, three. Two, three, five, six, and seven are still there. Uh, one more time, I'll repeat the question. In your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? Okay. We've gotten two of them. Lion Tamer and Trapeze Person. I'm going to say, however, however. Type of walker is what you, is what you said. What's that? No, 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 I said, I said what yours was closer to type of walker. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, okay. Tightrope walker and trapeze, uh, lion tamer. I'm going to say the, the next one will be... Okay, I'm going to take a stab at this one, however. Let's just say, however, uh, strongman? Strongman is... Strongman, that's a good guess, too. That's not there either. But one more, one more, one more, um, one more to go here. Uh, two of them have said number one, tightrope walker, and number four, lion tamer. In your in your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? JD is thinking about that very very carefully. Sorry about that. I just had to write something down. I'm back. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. So number one, tightrope walker, JD, and number four, lion tamer, have been said. Two, two, three, five, six, and seven is still there. Uh, the next one would be... Ooh, the next one would have to be... That's a good question. Uh, lion tamer, trapeze artist. Uh, let's go with, however... Uh, well, tightrope walkers, that's what I said. Tightrope walkers. Uh, yeah. Thinking here, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Oh, I, I should know this, too. and I, It's on the tip of my tongue, and I'm going to kick myself when I know. Behind him. Let's go with... Being, uh, uh, let's just say, how uh, a clown. I don't know. I'll say clown. They were not. Number three is Clown. <laughs> wow, okay. So number one, Tightrope Walker. Number one, Tightrope Walker. Number three, Clown. And number four, Lion Tamer is still there. Two, five, six, and seven is still there. And uh, JD, you got one more strike. Uh, in your nightmares, which act in the circus would you be a part of? Uh, let's see here. Ooh. 
<laughs> you know, I'm going to take the last one because I think I got enough. I, I'm sure I'm going to kick myself once I know the others, but I'm going to take my last one here. Okay, all right. Okay, so JD's using his. So he's so he so his. But great guesses all around here, guys. I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up here. Number seven, Snake Charmer. Mm. Number number six, The Freak Show. Or in other words, us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, I'm just joking. Uh, number five, Fire Eater. And, J.D., you're really going to kick yourself in the head because you actually said this two or three times, but I couldn't say anything. Number two, Trapeze Artist. <laughs> I did say Trapeze Artist. I thought I said it. You know, you know, that, that counted as two separate answers. That counted as two separate answers. I don't know why. I, but it's the same thing. I mean, I don't know why. So, but that's that's what's on here. These are actual surveys. I mean, they surveyed all these people. That's what they got. So, I mean, I, I, I feel your pain. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay, guys, here we go. Top six answers on the board. You're all back. All, all, everyone's back in this. Uh, of course, top six answers on the board again. Name something, guys, you will never buy used. What's that? What's the question? Name something you would never buy that has that is that has previously been used. U S E D. Six answers. Okay. I'm gonna let John go first this time. All right, John. All right, JD's passing his turn over to you, uh uh John, so going right ahead. Like I said, name something you would never buy used. Six answers there, bud. John says milk. John says milk. That's a good guess, John. It is not on the board. Uh, uh, so strike one there, John. JD, what was his first one? He said milk. I'm going to say uh, use television. You're going to say television? JD, yeah. uh, number number five is television. So you've got that. And I do see here. Apparently, I did not realize. Okay, I did not did not know this, but apparently we have somebody else um, who wanted to get in on this as well, and that was the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Let's go and let's go and give her introduction right here. Uh, she is a two, of course, a 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our trivia championship series. And we do welcome you to 606 of Revolution, and we do say. My dear, happy new year indeed. Okay. And uh she's actually got her first answer. So let me go on. Let's get let's get let's get Anne's here because I think she's she's got a good one right here. Um her she has actually said underwear. <laughs> and I'm gonna count this, and believe it or not, you got it here. Number one here, clothes or shoes. She's got it. So there you go. Very, very good answer, Ann. Very good indeed. Uh, let's see okay, here. Uh, yeah. you, you mean, you mean, you mean, give her, okay. Uh, okay, I think it's going to go back around to John. So I'll tell you, we'll do it like this. and We'll, we'll, we'll do it like this, and we'll do, we'll do John first, and then we'll do Ann, and then we'll do you. 
Okay, that sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, so John, John, um, his his first an his answer, his next answer, he's got one strike already. John says a used truck. Well, John, this is this is going to count for you. Number two, a car. So yes, there you go. You got you got John's on the board there, guys. He's got so we got so far. Number one, clothes or shoes, and number two, car. There you go. All right, JD, uh, three, four, five, and six. I'm sorry, three, four, and six. And you got one, too. That's right. You said number five, uh, television. Yeah, so clothes and shoes, car, and television has already been said. Three, four, and six still remaining, JD. Name something you would never buy used. Uh, you would not buy a used uh, computer. Number four is computer. Very, very good, JD and D. Very good. Okay. Um, let's, let's see here. We go back to John, or do we go back to? Oh crap! Did I did I skip her again? Oh dear lord. Uh, and we're gonna go back to you, my dear. Name something you will never buy that has been used. Number one, clothes or shoes. Number two, car. Number four, computer. And number five, television. There are two answers remaining. What what is what is your answer? Like I said, there. Like I said, this this has started becoming, of course, of course, a new trend here, of course, in here in WCWS. And surprising enough, I found these out. Found these. Found this card game on Christmas Eve. Um, like I said, called the Family Feud Strikeout Card Game, using actual surveys from the Steve, from the Steve Harvey version of Family Feud. Uh, and so far, it's worked out pretty well. We even did a title match on Outside the Ropes last week, which saw JD become the new WWUS Internet Champion, by the way. So I'm sure JD's been looking at that belt. That kind of looks like Zack Ryder right there, but it's been put on the shelf. Okay, and, and I said it's your turn, my dear. It is your turn. But we have two answers left here for, for you, my dear. Name something you will never buy used, and. So far, clothes and shoes have been said, car has been said, computer has been said, and television has been said. What's your next answer? I think she's going to come up with the next. We got under three and number six. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, and before I ask, before I, I know I've been asking you, I've asked you a couple times already for your next answer to this, to this question. 
But uh, let me ask you this right here before we proceed, apparently. Are you, uh, did I hear something of interest here concerning the, the belt that I just mentioned here that was won by JD last week? You might have. I may have. That's what I'm trying to find out. A car has already been said. So choose. So choose again. You got two answers left. Number one, clothes and shoes have been said. Number two, car has been said. Number four, computer has been said. Number five, television has been said. So we need two more answers, like I said, my dear. And take your time. Uh, am I? Yeah, take your time. And are you? Are are you uh, mentioning something about? Oh wait a minute. She, okay, wait a minute. She she's having to go off the fake the video and send me a text. That's what she's doing on my phone. That's how okay. she's been able to. She, that's how that's that's how we've been. That's how she's been able to to uh, respond here to this. Well, I thought she did. Uh, and did you have another answer? Because the one you... Ann said video games. That's a good guess, Ann, but you have one you have one strike. Now, before we proceed next, I think whose turn was it next? Was it uh I think it was John's. I think it was John. Yeah, I think it was John's. Um before I before we go any further here, Ann, you heard me mention something about the belt that JD won last Wednesday on outside the ropes. Um, are you mentioning, okay, wait a minute, every time she, see, okay, <laughs> also, like, in addition to the answer, I also want to thank Mr. Matt Han Wells and Mr. Danny Ladner for joining us for our live video feed from True Pioneers of Wrestling tonight. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and also, Anne, for joining us here as well. So we're doing and <clears throat> are you um is, it, is this might have something to do with are you possibly throwing out a challenge to jd for the belt that he won last wednesday while we get Ann's answer to that. Um, John, you're next while we're talking to Ann as well. But we have two answers left. John, three and six are still there. Name something you would never buy that has been used. 
and apparently my hunch was correct. Uh, John Ann said video games. So technically, the answer's already been said, but so choose choose another answer. And when would you when would when are you wanting to do when when are you wanting to uh, try to get the belt from JD? No disrespect to you, JD. It's the only way I can ask him this. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm working on some stuff uh, right now, so okay. Okay. Well, well, like I said, um, um, John's having to re-answer because he said something that Ann already said. John said a used guitar. That's a good guess there, John, but um, that's not there as well. Uh, let's see. I think that is uh, that's that's number two for him, then I believe. Yeah, I think so. I was just I'll just say it's number two for John. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, JD, JD, JD. Mm -mm -mm. Apparently, JD, she wants to belt you one last Wednesday night. When? Saturday night. If nothing comes up, I, I'll accept it. And if something comes up, I can get back to you on that, however. But right now, that looks like a possibility that could happen. If not, how about Sunday? I'll let you know. Okay. Well, we'll let, let, we'll let then let's ask. And then let, let's ask her here. And uh, JD says he accepts, but if something comes up Saturday night, could you do it Sunday night? And also, thinking about it here, too, we could kill two birds with one stone here. We could kind of knock out the, uh, the match here that we were going to try to do on Sunday. Concerning the um, million dollar championship, since we've come yeah, back in November, we, we, we could probably do that. Knock out both, yeah. Could not, could knock it out at the same time, but yep. let's let's see. She said that if something comes up Saturday, she said she could do it Sunday. Okay, I'll keep her on the loop, but right now that sounds fine to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we could have an episode either Saturday night or Sunday night on Wrestling Championship Challenge. But I will say this. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a forewarning. Well, I wouldn't say, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, next, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, the 12th. I will not, you know, if, I, if there is a challenge on my way or there is a trivia match, however, who wants to challenge me, if I'm saying if anyone wants to challenge me or if anyone needs me to be a judge, I will not be available that night. I'm going to a comedy show. For a good cause, it's going to be pretty cool, though. Okay, right, well, we'll definitely we'll definitely keep that in mind. There, thank you very much for letting us know about that, JD. Now, Ann, I'll ask you one quick thing before we continue on here. With of course, we got two more answers to go in this uh, in, in 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 this uh, in this family feud survey. And I'm you, I'm sure you are aware of the match you and JD are scheduled to have for the million dollar championship belt. Would you want to include this belt in this challenge?
of, and basically someone could be walking out of there with two belts. And Anne has agreed to the stipulation of that too. That that depending upon, of course, like I said, JD is going to continue to check on his schedule. But it does appear, ladies and gentlemen, that if it does go to either Saturday or this coming Saturday or this coming Sunday night on Wrestling Championship Challenge, Anne and JD will meet. JD will be putting up the WWS Internet Championship on the line. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen. The, mat, the belt that they were going to try to win from Crown Jewel back in November, but both were tied and was undecided. That belt will also be decided here on at, during this match as well, which is the WWS Million Dollar Championship. So two belts will be up for grabs this weekend. We're just going to say that. Okay, let's see here. Uh, I think uh, John already used it. I think JD, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's back to you now. We're still trying to work on this one question right here. And we'll do the other one before we go off the air tonight here, too. We got one, <clears throat> but we got four answers to go in this question. J.D., I'll ask you this one more time here. And I think, J.D., you have – I think you've got one strike, I think. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, okay. Name something you would never buy that has been used. There are still two answers on left on the board. Number three and number six are still available. Which one? Uh, um, like I said, I'm trying to think how. Uh, uh, hold on a second, I can't remember. You need me to repeat the question? Yeah. Name something you would never you would never buy that has been used. I would never want to use, however, a uh, toaster. JD. Uh, that, surprising enough, that's not on there. And it's back to you, my dear. Two answers still left here. Uh, I think this is. I think you. Should, you I think you have one strike as well. And name something you would never buy that has been used. Number three and number six are still left on the board. And like I said, we're still waiting to hear from you, my dear. Two more answers, like I said, name something you would never buy that has been used. Three and six still to go. All right, I'll be right back in a second. Okay, JD.
And while JD does that, let's give you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 606 of Revolution for New Year's Day, Tuesday, January 1st, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared D. Duolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, as also our friends on True Pioneers of Wrestling, including, of course, uh, the Empress and Marie Rickenbach is also joining us as well. As we are playing a, a couple of quick rounds of our family feud surveys here tonight to close out the show. Don't forget tomorrow night, like I said, 138744. I mean, I'm sorry, 141387 pounds, excuse me, for our next edition of WWS Outside of the Ropes, as which we will be, of course, giving you the latest pop culture headlines from our friends at 411mania.com. JD will be bringing his. Um, sports stories and also the box office report here to you as well as of course getting input from the human suplex machine as well plus also some more um some more uh family feud as well so be sure to join us here <clears throat> for be sure to join us here of course for outside of the ropes tomorrow night at 6 30 right here on talk shoot as we said 138 i mean i'm sorry 141387 pound and also don't forget tomorrow's edition of wws revolution episode 607 as we will, of course, talk about, in addition to the news, reviews, and history, and birthdays, our live video feed will be coming from DXUS, Are You Ready? And also, we'll be talking about the New Year's, uh, tonight's edition of SmackDown, the New Year's Day edition, and also some more wrestling extras and, and all the uh, other points of, point of, points of view as well. So be sure to join us here for that tomorrow night, 138055-pound for Revolution. And are you still with us, or did you hear the question? And ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross, said that he will be available on Sunday. In fact, if we do have the match that we are talking about here this coming Sunday on uh, Wrestling Championship Challenge, if, of course, the match cannot take place on Saturday, John has volunteered to be the special guest judge for this as well. As we did mention, of course, just now, and has issued a challenge to JD for JD's WWS Internet Championship. And <clears throat> JD has, of course, accepted. And also, in addition, ladies and gentlemen, the belt that was uh, part, part of the prediction title challenge from Crown Jewel back in November. Um, of course, there was a tie between JD and Ann. And so the only way to decide this was, 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 of course, a, was, of course, a match for the belt in question, which was the WWS Million Dollar Championship. And now, ladies and gentlemen, they have both decided to put this belt in to go ahead and try to take care of that match as well. <clears throat> so somebody will be walking out with both the Internet and Million Dollar uh, Championship belt this weekend. It could be either Saturday or Sunday, but we'll keep everybody informed of this um, whenever, of course, we get close to the weekend. Hopefully before Revolution, hopefully before well, um, 
course, Revolution tomorrow night, uh, Wolfpack Thursday night, or Revolution Friday night, or Power Hour on Saturday evening. We'll keep everybody informed of that. So, and he was up at the machine, so he's getting ready to head out here for the evening. <clears throat> so, John, we thank you very much. Okay, John, so he's getting ready to leave for the evening. Uh, so, John, thank you very much here, of course, for joining us here tonight. Um, and we were still waiting to hear if you had if you had either one of these two if you had either one of these two answers. Um, I'll repeat the question one more time. Name something you would never buy that has been used. And we have two answers yet left, number three and number six. Okay, well, we're still waiting to hear from Ann JD about uh, about the uh, final two answers here. And by the way, uh, <clears throat> JD, I did actually mention there, of course, either Saturday or Sunday on Wrestling Championship Challenge, there will be two championship belts up for grabs in between, of course, between you and Ann. Of course, you you are putting up your internet title on the line, as well as, of course, the vacant WWS Million Dollar Championship will also be decided as well. Someone will be walking out with two belts either this Saturday or this Sunday. The human suplex machine John Gross has volunteered to be the judge should this match take place on Sunday. So but uh we'll, since John doesn't like to come on on Saturdays. So um and I don't know if uh I don't know if Ann's left us for the evening. Uh, let me see here if I Trying to find out here from from Ann here to see if we're going if we're going to um, okay. Ann's already left us for the evening as well. So uh, JD, we're going. I'm just going to let you have a couple of free guesses here on this last question here, and then like I said, we'll save the other one here for for tomorrow. The other side of the of the card here. We'll save. I'm back. Okay, JD. We're going. We're going to save the the one question that's on the other side of this same card that we've been working on here for tomorrow. But we still have two more answers. I'm going to try to get. John and Ann already left us for the evening, so you're going to get a couple of free opportunities here. Uh, don't worry about strikes and all. If you don't, that's okay. I'll, I'll pass. Okay. All right. Well, that's quite all right there. But good guesses all around. Of course, we did say number one, clothes and shoes. Number two, car. Number three was one one of the two that you did we didn't get. Number two, number three was a bed or mattress. Yeah, bed. that's true. Yeah. Of course, also JD 
you did say number four, computer, number five, television, number six, and of course, I definitely want to use this after somebody else, a toothbrush. So, so yeah, absolutely. We don't we don't want to do that there in me. So absolutely. So but we'll save the other question here, of course, for uh, tomorrow for tomorrow night. We'll probably use that for outside the gross. We'll do several on outside the gross tomorrow night. JD, anything else you wish to add before we cut off for the evening? Do I have any? Hold on. One more time. We have to say it. Get it going. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Thank you for correcting my English with C. I am Nanda Ibuko, exchange student from Cameroon. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Absolutely. Again, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the very first edition of Revolution for the year 2019. Uh, of course, uh, very, very smoothly here tonight. I do, uh, of course, as always, want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, of course, even the Surface Machine, John Gross. Give, of course, our props out to the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. We didn't get to stay on fully tonight, but we do thank him for coming on. Of course, we also want to thank our friends that, true, that, that made, made it with us on our page, True Pioneers of Wrestling, tonight on our live video feed. I definitely want to thank Captain Dave Spieler, Mr. James Allen Childress, Mr. Matt Hahn Wells, also Mr. Danny Lander, Ladner, I'm sorry, and also the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach for joining us here as well. Here this evening. Uh, be sure, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget outside the ropes, 141387-pound tomorrow night at 6:30. And also Revolution 138055-pound episode 607 from 9 to 11. Of course, <clears throat> our live video feed from DXUS. Are you ready? We'll of course run down, of course, our wrestling news and also history for tomorrow, as well as of course talk about tonight's New Year's Day edition of SmackDown Live. Revolution episode 606 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. I hope the holidays treated you very, very well. And, of course, if we try to slowly try to get things back to normal here, uh, we, 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 of course, urge you, of course, just to stay on here and listen, listen up, listen to Everything we've got to say here, as always, of course, 2019 will be a stellar year here for us here in WWS. Of course, we'll probably have we'll have probably more people join us. We'll probably have more big time discussions about everything in wrestling, and also the world of pop culture and other and other types of uh, other types of uh, um, <clears throat> content there as well. So we, we can't wait to hear what everyone has to say here this year in 2019. <clears throat> Take care of yourselves, and of course, God bless from everyone here. At the, at the, at WWS. Okay. okay. Of course, this is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good evening, everyone.